Join me right now on Kumite TV. Back on the show is UFC light heavyweight prospect Mike Rodriguez. What's going on, Mike? Not much. Same old, same old, man. Good, good, man. Um, let's talk about last weekend, uh, UFC 239. You know, you had John Jones defend the title against Tiago Santos. A lot of people yep. didn't expect a fight like that. Um, a lot of people thought that Santos won that fight, which is uh surprising, right? What did you think? Really? Uh, I thought I thought Jones did enough to win that fight. I thought Jones was a lot was really busy. Um, you know, doing his Jones thing, staying long, picking like you know. Not going for any crazy knockout, just busy, busy, you know. Um, did I think he was probably a little battered up? Yeah, I think he was. But like a true champion, he just dug deep and, uh, you know, did what he had to do to keep that title. I don't blame him. It was a good job. It was good. Do you think his uh, last two opponents since also they've shout taken to Santos. Santos held, held yeah. his own, too, even though he had that gruesome fucking knee injury. I seen the, uh, the report. It was like MCL, ACL, LCL, and meniscus. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was a good fight. Do you see cracks in John Jones's game? You know, in his last two fights, he went to the decision both times, mm -hmm. and he didn't have like those completely dominant performances. Do you think a lot of the light heavyweights out there are looking at these, you know, these fights and saying like, "Hey, man, uh, seems like he's not uh." The same John Jones. He seems like he's playing it too safe now. Um, I think multiple things. So I think one, since jo like when Jones was reigning champ at the height of his career, he was beating up, no offense to anybody, but he was beating up a bunch of guys that was past their prime. If you go back and look at a lot of his fights, a lot of them guys were kind of on the way out. So now he's in the mix with a bunch of younger guys hungry guys, guys that are going to be hard to put away. Again, not taken away from any of the vets. The vets, you know, they obviously paved the way for all of us. But I just think he his matchups are getting harder and harder. They're going to get harder and harder. Because he's not the tall, lanky, only guy anymore. You know what I'm saying? Look at Walker. I think Walker is taller than him, right? Johnny Walker is taller than him. Mm -hmm. um, Johnny, Lock, Johnny Walker's a long, rangy dude. Uh, myself, uh, you got, you know, guys that are not even up on the rise yet, that are not even in the mix yet, like Minifield, who's just a fucking tank of a dude. He can one-shot anybody. Uh, you know, you got a lot of dudes out there. So it's like, you know, it, it's going to get harder and harder and harder, you know? And the sport is getting faster, and guys are getting better, and guys like the it's it's becoming like a top elite like sport. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like you know when like Randy Moss was on. Nah, I don't want to say use him. I'm not really a football guy, so I can't really use anybody. <laughs> but like when it was that one person who came on the field, who came on the field, and it was like, oh shit, like the game is changing. He was that guy, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, the rest of the game is going to catch up to him. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, I think I you'll see agree. his match. His matchups are going to get harder and harder and harder and harder. But he's a fucking savage. You know what I'm saying? He's a, a GOAT. So, obviously, he's going to keep adapting to the game as much as possible. But I think it, it's going to get hard for him. I believe that right now is the period that, you know, of his career that's going to define mm -hmm. him, not the period where he was beating up the guys that were, like you said, they're legends, Absolutely. but they were kind of on the down curve of their careers, you know, and uh, 
You could have yep. put a lot of guys. You could put a lot of guys that are in the light heavyweight division in that position, and they would have probably done the same thing, right. you know, and exactly. became that person. Um, yeah, you got yourself. You got Johnny Walker. You got Rakic. You got Dom Reyes. There's so many tall, long, lengthy guys in the division now mm -hmm. to where, yeah, that, that advantage is, is slowly starting to disappear. And uh, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun to see who fights him next and uh, who fights him next year because it seems like he wants to defend this title. And I like that. I like that he doesn't want to go chase after, you know, the heavyweights or even drop down or whatever, you know, all these other guys are doing and uh, kind of keep I, I that also think he legacy knows. going. I think, I think he knows. Like, I mean, he's, he's a competitor. You know what I'm saying? He's a competitor. He, he'll probably, like, front to everybody, but no, I don't even watch no fights. He watches fights. Everybody do. Like, everybody wants to know what the fuck they're fighting out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I think he knows that the the fire's underneath his heels. You know, he, he gotta, you gotta move, dude. Like, this game's no joke. You know? And, um, so, he's, he's smart enough to know. I, like, I wouldn't put it past him. He's fucking watching everybody. I'm pretty sure he has some inkling or game plan of some sort to try to beat everybody because he wants to keep that title. He wants to keep his legacy. You know what I'm saying? He wants to keep that. So, but his matchups are going to get harder. Mm -hmm. They're going to get harder. Yeah, and it seems like the guys are hitting harder too compared to the, mm -hmm. you know, the last generation. So, I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Now, let's talk about Nick Pro Tip of the day. You know, I've been watching those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love them, man. Uh, especially the one is like you gotta, you know, use protection. And I was just like, "What is he going with this shit?" And then you go to the the weights and you put it on. I was like, "Yeah, that's true. That's true." Like, where did that come from, man? Uh, that just came off the dome. So, like, I, you know, obviously, like the the rest of the world probably don't know me as much because I don't. I'm not really like a a vocal guy. I don't grab the mic or anything like that. But like, if you know me personally, I'm a fucking huge geek. I'm a huge goofball. And uh, so I just, like, randomly did the pro mix tip one time. And uh, the first time, and it got such a good reception, and I just kept doing them and kept doing them. Um, I haven't done one in a while. So I'm so busy and just with training and everything because, you know, I prioritize training over everything else. But uh, they, they will be rolling back around. They will be. I probably dropped one during the fight week. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you should, man. You should do one, like, yeah. at, at the event. You know, like in the cage know, or something, right? you know, just to just to put one out there. It's, it's fun to yeah. watch, man. Uh, I like it. It shows your personality. You know, a lot of fighters don't really show their personality. And, uh, yeah. and you don't know who they really are. But it seems like, you know, you with those McPro tips, it's like that's you <laughs> in the gym, you know, telling people yeah. what's up. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Well, you know, you're a proud Dominican. You know, what do you did you hear about this whole thing of, you know, David Ortiz? You know what happened to him? Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that shit was crazy. Uh, I mean, it's a national treasure. Like you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, I, I don't know the story. Uh, probably never know the story. But uh, it's just an unfortunate thing. But things like that in Dominican Republic happens, like due to you know just people. The fact that someone is coming over there, and you know they they come from more fortune than someone else. You know what I mean? People, it's just jealousy. I mean, it happens in here too. Like, I'm not going to even just say it happens, happens in the hood, shit like that. People come, people come back to the hood, visit the hood. Somebody get angry or whatever, get jealous and pop them or whatever, or, or try to fight them and shit. 
it happens, man. It sucks because like we should all, you know, we should all push each other and try to, you know, make everybody prosper and lift everybody up and support our people, especially the people who are from the same places that you're from and everything. You know, you should try to push them. But man, there's a lot of fucking hate in this world, mm. man. I'm pretty sure it's like that with other countries too. It's like it's just it's just people. That's just people. It's people like that. There's something in people that when they see someone that's doing better than them or something, they always feel like they have to try to get get like get one over on them or something. I don't know what it is. But again, I don't know the story of that. I'm just speaking just in general. And um, yeah, it's just it's a fucked up situation. That sucks. Yeah. Moving on uh to your career, man. Uh, you know, you made your debut, you know, you you dropped a decision in your debut. You came back yep. and you got the first round stoppage against Adam Milstead. Uh I think he retired after that. I'm not for sure. Yeah. It didn't seem like uh, yeah. he was fighting anymore. Um what did you think about that performance and you know how that fight went down? Um, I think that fight went down as perfectly as planned and the best way possible. Um went out there and uh, executed it's pretty much that's that's like my game plan i don't i'm not a type of person like oh, i'm gonna go out there and get the win or whatever i i'm realistic he, like winning and losing is results they, they're just results and they're on a scale it's all about your execution that gives you the results you know what i'm saying for the clark fight i didn't execute that was why i lost you know for the Millset fight i executed that's why I won. You know, it's execution. People get caught up in the winning. They always want to win. Oh, I want to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. They think about the glory. They think about it's, it's, don't get me wrong. It's, it's, it's something that you want, you know, and you, it's something that, you know, you want to, you want to get to, but it's all about your execution. If you don't have a good execution, or if you're not going to execute, you can't get the results you want. You just can't. You can't, you know. Think about how everything everything else in life works. It's not a like, yeah, you want these things. All right, sick. You gotta execute to get them. You gotta execute a plan to get them. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's not gonna just grow on trees and guys just get caught up in the winning factor and they fail in the execution. That's just it is what it is. I just executed. That's all I did. It. it almost seems like a lot of guys are thinking too far ahead, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you slow it down. One step at a time. Slow it down. Yeah. You mentioned after that fight, you had some pressure leading up, you know, and uh, how did you handle that uh, anxiety? How did you get over the anxiety? Um, Self-belief. I, I just had to slow it down and, and believe in what my talents, believe in myself, believe in my coaches and everything. Just believe, you know. And, um, yeah, you just got to believe. That's how I got over it. I, I just was like, oh, man. And I started, like, panicking and all this other stuff. I was, like, being, like, a zombie because I was just so focused on that. And then I just had to snap out of it. I was like, yo, you fucking deserve to be here with the rest of all these other guys. Like, you, you bust your ass to get to this point. Like, you should believe in what you got. You can beat this dude. No problem. You know? Like, just go out there and execute. Think about the execution and you'll be straight. And I went out there and did exactly what that was. It seemed like you came out of that fight, you know, without any injuries, you know, and you wanted to get back in the cage in February. What happened with that? 
No, I I actually did come out with an injury, mm. unfortunately. I hurt my shoulder. Uh, the shot, the body shot that I hit him with, I just felt like a little, like a little pull or something, and I had hurt my shoulder. So that's why I didn't get a chance to fight in February. But you know, gave some TLC. I'm back on the wagon, ready to be. After yeah. that TLC, you know, how long did it take you to get back into training and you know getting into the swing of things? Uh, not probably till when uh when did I get the the fight offered? Uh, I'd probably say around like March ish, April ish. Mm-hmm. I was able to do things. I couldn't even like do anything. I couldn't like lift like above my head or forward. It was like it sucked. It hurt. But I'm back, man. Hopefully. This Saturday, I come from this fight unscathed, and I I want to have a quick turnaround. I want to fight again. Well, yeah. after the after the majors, after the Raleigh majors, then I want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know you're supposed to face John Volante. He pulled out due to an injury. You know what was your yep. reaction to that news? Because it's what less than, like a little bit over a week out. You got that news, right? I was pumped. I was pumped. Uh, no, not pumped that I, he was injured. I was pumped to fight him, but. Mm-hmm. I was like, kind of let down that he was he wasn't around, and so I just like you know what, it's all right. Everything happens for a reason, and I just just rolled with what's next. Then they said, oh, you got this guy, Donnell. I said, you know what, bring him. All right, we're we're ready for him. I was I'm in great shape, I, you know, had a really good camp, so I was like, yeah, I'm I'm ready for him. It would take a lot to have you actually not take another fight right after going through all you've been through with the long camp and everything. I would have been really annoyed. Um, but again, I can't, I couldn't let it rattle me though, because then if I let it rattle me, I'll get distracted and I just fall further back. So I just, just kept grinding, kept grinding. You heard the name John Allen. You probably thought it was a guy from Wisconsin or something, but then you, did you do some research <laughs> to find out that he's from Brazil? No, I actually knew, like I knew of, him if that makes sense like i, I didn't mm. know him personally i don't know him personally but i just knew of because i saw his contender series fight i watched because i watched the contender series i wa- you know, try to watch it every tuesday and um yeah and i saw his fight and i was like, oh snap like you know but it, it didn't dawn on me it was him you know what i mean until i saw him I was like, oh yeah i watched this fight i watched this card so yeah i was like all right sick well you know he's done a good job even though he lost his contender fight you know you Yep. Went out the, the the promotion, got a good win, and and took this opportunity. You know, I think nowadays you got to take the fight, man. You can't, you know, not take the Absolutely. fight if you want to be in the UFC. And uh, yeah, and now for you, you know, is there any changes, man? It's like you you're not really worried about it. You're just focused on yourself. Yeah, I um, of course I know he's gonna come with some heat because it's a redemption fight for him. It's another chance for him to get back at it. Um, so. I'm I'm well aware of that, but on the same token, like it's a it's kind of a redemption fight for me as well. Just because I won my last fight, that don't mean that I'm in the clear. You know what I mean? Still got to fight. Like you still, I feel like you still have to fight every fight like it's your last in the UFC. So um, I'm gonna try to go out there and execute. How many fights do you think you have to win to like have some momentum in the light heavyweight division to have people talking about you? I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I don't really care for like the hype and the fame and all that shit. You know, it's all it's, for me. It's it's all about just like doing it. You know, I'm glad that I'm 30 years old and I'm doing what I love to do. You know, um, 
I can't really speak for most 30 year olds. I can't like, you know what I mean? It's not a lot of us that are actually out here doing exactly what we love to do for whatever, for whatever's like holding them back, but I'm fortunate enough to do it. So I, I'm just like, just living the moment, loving the moment that I'm able to do it. Um, the money and the fame and all that shit, it will come, but I, I don't let it bother me or distract me from doing what I have to do to perform the best I go at possibly can. Aside so. from the money and fame, like you said, it's going to come, you know, there's a lot of tall, athletic, light heavyweights we talked about earlier, and you're part of that, you know, wave, you know, rising up in the ranks. Where do you fit in the division, do you believe? Um, I feel like I'm I'm definitely, like, in a mix of all of them. Uh, I feel like I can hang with all of them. Uh, so I'm just working my way up there. So Creeping, huh? Just creeping. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, uh, you know, when you're in camp, you know, you got some time to relax and, you know, do other things. You know, are you more of a, like a podcast guy or are you more of a, a movie guy? Um, I, I'm a little mixture of both. I just do whatever that I like to do. Like I, the things that I like to do. I like to go. I like watching podcasts. I like watching movies. I like watching shows. I love playing video games. I don't play video games in camp because I get a little little crazy but um yeah i but typically i love like doing all of those things i like going not like going out going out but i like to go and like have like dinner out or like you know go to a movie things of that nature so yeah i just do whatever Does that allow you to I, kind of like separate yourself for. yeah because you you know you in this game it's really easy to get burnt to feel burnt out and feel just mentally drained especially when you're in camp because you're constantly training six days a week like you know what i mean five or six days a week you're like damn dude i need i need a break you know so like sometimes i like you just need to get away on like a saturday night or whatever and just like go watch a movie go do something or whatever however you plan your rest days i usually saturday saturday night saturday morning is my hard spot on trading day saturday night i usually have off sunday i usually rest so from that time frame i like to just like do something i'll go out to eat go watch a movie go you know go bowling go play pool something just something to get me away from the ringing of the fucking bell and the gym like you know what i mean sometimes you you hear that's when you know it's a problem when you hear that thing so damn much you can't get it out you're like what the fuck <laughs> You just keep hearing it or you keep hearing the same music being played in the gym and you start mumbling the songs word for word. And you're like, okay, I need to get a break from this fucking place. That, so that's what I, uh, that's when I usually get like a break. I'm like, I, I got to get a break. I got to get a break. Do you, are you sometimes in the convenience store and then you hear the bell? Yeah. Like dude, is it it's your, like, subconsciously? It's crazy. Like, yeah. Or like, you will know, you have, you'll have a feeling when like five minutes has passed. Like, you know, around it's done. You're like, that's so fucking weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you'll feel relaxed. Like, you'll do something, and you'll feel relaxed. And you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, you know five minutes was up. And you're like, jeez. So when people are like, hey, just wait five minutes. No problem. Easy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, I don't know. I guess that's like, that comes with the whole territory of just constantly training. Like, your body just get used to these things and what to do, whatever. So it's like, yeah, but sometimes you just hear the bell. To the bell of the gym. That's when you need a break. You need time off. All right, well, you know, 
you get to uh, step back into that cage, man. July 13th, UFC yes, on sir. ESPN Plus 13, Sacramento, California. Oh, man, I appreciate the time, Mike, and uh, good luck on everything that you're doing and everything in your future, man. Thank you, man. Thank you.